lovelies, welcome to episode number 28 of the journey of self-love through self-care. My name is Amy Mercado and I am the owner and creator of my brand, The Mercado Method, where I currently teach a variety of online fitness and yoga classes and I do in-person events um, at Morning Gloryville, Illuminate and quite a few other festivals coming up this year as well. So check out the socials below and get connected and hopefully I'll see you online There are quite a few of my classes up on YouTube as well, so if you want to try some for free, they're there for you as well. And again, that's all below for you. So today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about the element air. And this might be a topic that a lot of you are not particularly familiar with, and it was something that I wasn't really in my world until the pandemic sort of happened. I wasn't really into elements, I was just about, well I knew about my star sign, I knew that I was a Virgo and I also knew like that Virgo is an earth sign, but the stuff that I've been studying, it's been so interesting and I thought it'd be something that maybe some of you would resonate with and might find interesting and wanting to know a little bit more about. So... There are four elements that we have based on the principles that I've been studying recently. And we have earth, fire, wind or air and water. And each star sign will fall under one of those four elements. And what I used to think as well was, oh, that's my star sign. So this is what represents me. Um, Didn't really know too much about what the elements kind of meant, but... What I kind of knew about the earth element is like very nurturing, very about looking after the body, um, stuff that I've been learning as well. Earth elements are very much like we like to feel stable and safe. We can get a bit stuck in our ways. We're very much about like making sure we've got enough savings and being really organized and knowing where our finances are coming and we can get a bit stuck in like all work and no play. We can become quite serious earth element signs are virgo capricorn and taurus and can be very very stubborn as well these signs and i definitely was a very stubborn earth sign we've got our water signs scorpio pisces cancerians very much in touch with their feelings very intuitive very much about their likes their dislikes Water signs can be really infectious, so if they're feeling good, the whole, everyone else around them feels good. If they're feeling down, everyone else will feel down around them because their emotions can be a little bit overflowy, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I'll talk more about balancing these sort of sides to ourselves. We've got our fire signs, which are Leo, Sagittarius and Aries. And fire signs are like the visionaries, they're the creative ones, they can be very playful when they're in balance. They're the ones that if you've got an idea, you kind of want them to team up with you because they'll take the idea and show you how to bring it to life. And then the element I really wanted to tap into tonight, air, and our air signs are Gemini, Libra and Aquarius. And air signs are all about our communication, our intellect, our thinking, like free flowing. So air signs, when in balance, they can see the bigger picture. They're really good to take the emotion out of things and sort of like have a logical view. So they're not running on their emotions to sort of make a decision, but they're using their logic, 
spend also their like their wisdom and their knowing rather than like I said using their emotions now what I used to feel or believe was each person was a particular element as well based because their star sign would be linked to an element but what I've actually been studying shows us that in order for us to work optimally we need to work on we have all four elements in us we just might have one that's more dominant and might be leading the journey but for us to create harmony on our inside world to reflect on our outside world we want to work on balancing all the four elements regardless of what star sign you are so the reason i wanted to talk about air as well is just because you might have been born a certain star sign we've got nature versus nurture so growing up even though i was a virgo and an earth sign the environment that i grew up in kind of represented more what air can be like and when air is really out of balance it can be totally emotionless almost a bit cold-hearted and I grew up in a household where there was no proper love between my parents for example so I didn't see love I didn't really feel it between that relationship side of things and even though there was love from my parents to me and my brother we didn't quite receive it in a way because they weren't able to connect in that loving way themselves and growing up I became very very closed off emotionally and I almost well now I look back on it I became more airy than earthy and this for me reflected in like pre-lockdown just to give you an idea my life became almost like when there's not enough air like imagine there's not enough fresh air coming in your body or fresh air coming in your house like imagine all your windows are just constantly shut imagine being in a room for example and the windows are always shut and you're just circulating the same air over and over again that air gets tired that air's getting like reused all the time it's got nothing new coming in so you're sort of getting stuck in your patterns in your habits in your ways And that was me. So pre-lockdown, I'd spent the last 10 years, I guess, almost like a stuck, stagnant air molecule, just constantly circulating round. I would see the same people at work every day. I would see the same members doing the same classes. I would have similar conversations with people. I was very repetitive. I would, even though I might teach different things each day, like, I kind of knew how the day was going to be. There was no element of surprise or anything. Everything was really repetitive. I didn't have a creative outlet at all. I didn't socialize. And I was very, very disconnected to my emotions. And that can be... So if you've got not enough air element in you, or the air element's a bit weak, you know, you can have that heaviness so imagine if it was full of air you'd be like a like a balloon floating away for example but if you haven't got enough air in you you can feel really dense like really low energy everything can become quite heavy quite stiff I was also like using medication to I had a lot of anxiety so I'd use medication and what the medication would do was just totally numb everything out and void it so 
we can use medication to do that. Some people use alcohol. Some people use like recreational drugs. I was also like smoking weed as well in the evenings to help me sleep because I just couldn't shut my mind off, for example. Or I'd just be a bit wired in the evenings. So because I'd suppressed everything in the day, by the time night came, it was like my brain was like, ah, we want to talk about this. We want to feel into this. And I'd be like, nah, pop a pill, smoke a joint, take some diazepam and like knock myself out because I just wasn't wanting to deal with anything. I just, um, I wouldn't let myself have any space either. So I kept myself super, super, super busy. So I used to work like pretty much seven days a week and take one day off a month. And I'd work crazy long hours. And then when I'd get home, I'd also then not allow any space because I'd shove the TV on, have a little binge. And that's when I'd have a smoke and take some meds and then like pop myself off to sleep. And even on the day off that I would take normally in the month, I'd go back down the gym. My dad always used to go to me, what are you doing a day off? I'd be like, yeah, going training. I just wouldn't allow myself space to feel anything. So it was almost like I was just blocking any new air coming in. And then lockdown happened. And I had all this space and all this time. And my life flipped upside down. I was really fortunate. I had a really good experience in lockdown. I created an online business that really took off and it allowed me to leave the place I'd been at for like 10 years and break free of it. And it really allowed me to bring passion back into what I loved doing. I'd almost fallen out of love with what I was doing. I'd always really, really enjoyed training, but it got to the point where I was just punishing myself. I was pushing my body through things. I was overworking. I wasn't sleeping properly. I was numbing everything out. So I was sort of stuck in this, almost like this lifeless energy, but you'd have to give energy at work as well, teaching. It was really bizarre. So you'd muster up some sort of energy, but you was, I was so burnt out at the same time that that little bit of energy that I would give, I'd just be like, oh, like my food was repetitive, I would meal prep, but it was always eating the same sort of things each day. So there was no fun, no creativity coming in. Even when I ate, it was just like, it was just serving a purpose. So I guess I'd moved from, well, I guess growing up, I'd, I'd reflecting now, I'd become very overly into the air elements. I'd lost touch with earth. I wasn't grounded. I never spent time in nature. I'd be in the same building, sometimes 12 to 15 hours a day. And there was no real windows in the building either. So like I said, it was just like this stagnant repetitiveness. And then if you're surrounded in an environment, perhaps where you know lots of people might not be happy or perhaps there's lots of energy around you and you're breathing in their air as well and you're sort of circulating that around, then you become them and they become you because what you're inhaling is like regenerating your body, but it's been used and it's not got no freshness coming in. So there was no like new life coming in. So it really did make me reflect since lockdown. However, in the first lockdown where I started to become quite creative and playful, my air element sort of went from being stagnant and stuck to supercharged I everything just felt like my feet weren't even on the floor like I was almost like floating through things 
And I sort of had this run for a little while where I just felt limitless. I felt light. I felt, I just felt like everything flowed. I was like this breeze just going with the wind and I had this new lease of life. And then towards the end of like the third lockdown, I'd almost gone the complete opposite way where I'd gone too airy. I had like overstimulated that channel. I found breath work in September 2020 and I started doing all this breath work at night, which was which was great for me because just getting into a habit and doing breath work at night, looking back, it might not have been the right breath work to start with, but what the breath work did for me was it allowed me to start to pause my brain because that's that was the issue I had night times trying to shut down as well so even though like all this sort of magical stuff was happening in lockdown my brain was still like super hyperactive and when I started doing breathing and breath work as I got stronger in my lungs I was able to hold my breath for longer and when you hold your breath you start to pause on life but I started to get really like addicted to that feeling of like breath retention and having that that competitiveness in myself and then because I'd started to like still my mind it allowed me to start doing like guided meditations at night and again reflecting back on it like guided meditations are amazing but I would recommend doing them more in the mornings because it sort of stimulates your brain to start having loads of realizations and epiphanies and if you're trying to go to sleep afterwards and you've got all these things like and you're all these things are going off in your mind like wow I hadn't considered this and I hadn't looked at life like this and I hadn't thought about things this way you're supercharged <laughs> and then you're trying to go to sleep and what sort of triggered me to want to talk about air is I found a recording that I'd done last January 2021 so at this point now I'm like well into like a breathwork practice it's been like four months I'd been having all these realizations about myself but I'd become what you would class a bit of an unstable air molecule. So I now had all this awareness that was going off. I had lots of realizations about myself. I'd quit my stagnant job, finally. I had some courage to do that, which was great. I'd built up some strength in myself and empowered myself. But I'd gone from one extreme of being repetitive, dull not making a change to flipping to this other side where I was just like everything was like blowing my mind and when we've got too much of the air element or it's like hypercharged we become ungrounded our head can be in the clouds we have loads of ideas but we have this inability to actually action them we can be really highly strung and explosive, which is what had happened to me. I'd, I'd started to get really um, volatile, I guess. So one minute I was up, the next minute I was down. Like my emotions and my mind were so erratic. I found that my breathing as well, like I'd got so addicted to the breath work that I was, like I said, I was doing it at nighttime and I was supercharged. And even this recording that I'd found that I'd done was like half one in the morning, me chatting away, going, oh, I can't sleep. And I've had all these realizations and blah, blah, blah. And I also had like a lot of, um, 
I guess, upset for myself because I started to turn on myself as well because where I was realizing a lot of things that I would then start going, oh, you know, oh my goodness, like if, if you'd have known that then, then you might not have behaved like that and you might not be in this situation that you're in now and you might not have lost this or lost that. So I was also kind of turning on myself and going inwards and attacking myself a little bit like an overcharged atom just zinging away constantly and it was just not shutting down. My nighttime sleeping was still not happening and I was slowly moving away from like anxiety medication and weed. Not quite to that point yet where I'd come off all of it, but I knew I wanted to and my anxiety at night was was really intense. So too much air as well like anxiety it's like what we're doing is taking lots of short little breaths because when we're anxious as well we become shallow breathers at the chest so what that does is it keeps the heart charged and it almost overheats the heart and the heart is connected to the air element and where that heart's sort of being overstimulated it's it's just almost it's just highly active and we just can't calm down everything's in our heads I'd even got to the point where because I'd quit my job and I used to always be on my feet and always training and teaching and with clients I'd got to the point where I'd teach from home and then I remember there was a whole week that went past and I hadn't even gone out the house so all my energy was in my head and I recognized that with my dad because he works from home and if he gets on the phone to you he can talk at you for like hours because his energy is just stuck in his head so he hasn't moved his body and hasn't brought the energy down and even for myself what I was doing was yeah I was working from home but I'd be doing all these like super fast charge sort of classes and then charging that energy up even more so I was never bringing the energy down to a peaceful state I was someone that had always believed that you have to train really hard and do loads of cardio and sweat and push and grind your way through things. Whereas now, like, my morning routine starts with, like, silent meditation. Like, that was not me, not me. It's been mind-blowing. When you've got, like, too much air in you as well, you just blurt things out. You can just, um, like, I spoke to a friend the other month, hadn't spoke for a couple of weeks, and she just pushed, just downpoured everything onto me. And I was like, whoa, I was just phoning for a little check-in, not like, and I wasn't prepared for it. And it's it's it was just where she, like she had an opportunity to release that energy. So you can almost like overshare, overdump, and that person might not be able to sort of hold that space for you. So before you know it, you've got their energy on your shoulders. You have difficulty like organizing your thoughts. We can get really burnt out and that can lead to like adrenal fatigue, like if the body's not getting a chance to reboot. So if you're shallow breathing, we're not taking deep breaths in to like restore the lower organs. So one thing you could do is maybe put both your hands on your belly and take nice slow breaths in through your nose and either out through your mouth or nose and really focus on breathing at the belly And what that will do is the energy that's in your mind, you'll start to pull that breath down and allow it to circulate all around your organs and 
take it out of the mind and move the energy into the body. So it's a really good way to like calm yourself down. So I'd sort of moved into this overstimulated. I guess I would over talk. My mind was erratic. I felt really um, unsettled, especially before bed. And I feel like maybe where I was having a lot of alone time, I just wasn't dispelling that energy. But before lockdown, I'd stopped being social. I didn't really know how to socialize. And it was really scary thinking about meeting new people and starting to step out of my comfort zone because really familiar with the people I used to teach in the gyms. But I just got like comfortable with that. So it was this whole new factor of like, how do you mix with people? And now I'm becoming aware of myself, like... I'm really intense and I'd be like oh I don't don't know if people want to be around that energy and it really gave me a lot of fear and I would just like bottle things up and where I was going down this rabbit hole of self-development and questioning things like I went so down so many rabbit holes I was watching documentaries I was studying I was taking things in and I was freaking out and I'd then also project that onto other people. Like, oh my God, you, you need to see this. And this is like, look what's going on with the world. And you need to wake up. And I was almost like forcing this energy that was charging because I wasn't bringing myself down. And before lockdown, like I wasn't into spirituality at all. It wasn't in my peripheral. I didn't even really know it was a proper thing, if I'm totally honest. Um... I spoke about shadow work in my last podcast with Sally as well. So if you're interested, um, head over to that as well, because it will sort of help you if you're going through this at the moment, these shifts. I sort of like went into panic mode and you can also recognize that as well in yourself if you're like holding everything in. So you might go from one extreme where you don't want to talk about it because you might sound like a nutcase to freaking everyone else out and sounding like a bit nuts because you're like oh my god you need to know all about this and look what's going on and blah 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 so I was very intense and I look back on it now and even listening to the recording that I'd done from last year I could hear with my breath I was talking I was like and blah 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 so I was taking these short sharp breaths and I'm charging myself up especially before bed no If you're interested, a really good way to balance your air element is to look into things like box breathing. You take a breath in for four, you hold that breath for a count of four, you release the breath for a count of four, and you can hold that breath for a count of four. So it makes like a square motion going round. And eventually that will pull the energy down as well. You could do a three, 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 three count. It doesn't have to be fours. I also know that I was almost too airy because I couldn't make any decisions I was so indecisive and that's classically if you're overbalanced over stimulated in that you just can't make a decision you are just a bit all over the place and you might notice it with yourself or others a lot of ways to dispel lots of air is you might over text might over voice note you might send really long voice notes. (laughs) Not that it's like, you know, some of us have got that relationship where we can do that. Um, Over talking, not listening to others. 
Air is about, like I said, thinking, communication, intellect. But if you're taking all this new information in, you can project like all this over knowledge onto people when they're not quite ready to receive it, but you just need to get it out. When the air element is in balance, though, you'll be able to make good decisions. You'll have an emotional detachment and you'll be able to be logical with things. You'll be lively, you'll be sociable, you'll be curious, you'll always be learning, wanting to learn. You'll have lots of ideas and plans. When your air element starts to come into balance, you get clarity. When we are fixated, perhaps something in my past and I don't know, for example, something that happened with a past partner and I would beat myself up over it and I wasn't particularly nice to them and I've even did this to my dad last year. I was, I could be a right dickhead and I would just attack people verbally because I was just freaking exhausted and knackered all the time and burning out. And then someone would say something and I would totally overreact. I was an unstable air atom and I wasn't grounded. When we're balanced, we have an opportunity to have clarity. So looking back on how I used to behave, now rather than bullying myself and go, you were so nasty and you did this and you did that, I can have clarity and go, you were so burnt out you yeah it was it's not nice to speak to people like that but you wasn't allowing yourself space and you were still filling it up with people because you was desperate for connection but you also needed that separation it's almost like that fear of being alone and I can have clarity now and go you know what you needed to have those explosive moments so you can learn to respond rather than react and respond responsibility I started to take responsibility for myself and my behaviors because it was time to stop hating on myself and step into who I wanted to be and in order to do that I had to really learn to ground myself and like I said I'm a Virgo and For us to balance our earth element, and it doesn't matter what you are, if we can stay grounded, then when things do shake us up, we can respond rather than react. We can take a breath, we can pause, and we can maybe sleep on things for a few days rather than just go boom, 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 and go, oh, why did I say that? I wish I'd took some time out and thought about what I wanted to say. Don't get me wrong, we're in a society where it's almost like I get anxiety if I don't respond to someone straight away. So we're used to just jumping on things and and saying things. Like when we've got loads of notifications on our phones and to get back to, we can get overwhelming and then we can say the wrong thing rather than taking space. It's almost like people or we feel like there's this entitlement where someone needs to get back to us when actually everyone deserves their space and their time because we don't know what people are going through. Our air element really is connected to breath and heart and it's expressed for our thoughts and our nervous system. 
So when our nervous system is calm and we're taking nourishing breaths in, everything's in like rest and digest mode. Whereas if we're constantly in that fight, flight, freeze mode, we've got adrenaline pumping all the time around the body. So we can get into adrenal fatigue and burnout. Then that can affect our stomachs and it can lead to like leaky gut. The doctors will call it IBS, but leaky gut is where the stomach's being irritated all the time. And if we've got lots of nervous energy, the body actually abandons 50% of the food in the gut because it thinks we're in danger. And that food just gets left there and it starts to cause havoc in the body. And what that means is it starts to rot away at the stomach lining when we're in anxious mode and particles of food or whatever starts to get into our bloodstream and and get to the brain. So one way to really start to work through balancing your air element is learning to take a breath, take a pause. Think about a connective breath as you inhale, you feel your belly up. Allow the breath to travel up. Perhaps it goes all the way up to your heart or the top of your head. And perhaps you take a pause there. And as you exhale, you just allow yourself to surrender and let go. I mean, when I breathe now, I maybe take six to eight breaths a minute. I dread to think how many I used to take before. The breath is the one thing that we can really, really work with and connect with to control all the other auto responses in the body. If you regulate the breath, you can calm the thoughts down. Calmer thoughts will calm the body down. Like I said, we can put our body into rest digest mode. And the more the body does that, bonus points as well, it helps you burn body fat when the body's in rest digest mode as well. So maybe take a moment, check in. If you're feeling anxious or stressed or something's triggered you, Could you just take a couple of breaths and nourish yourself rather than, you know, when someone cuts you up in the car and you lose your shit? Actually, no, fuck them. Take a breath. Don't let them ruin your day. It's really not worth it. And God knows what's going on in their head. That's not your problem. Don't go into their zone. Stay in that zone. Stay safe. Stay aware. Stay powerful. So what have I been doing now that I've had this awareness of I was too airy? I've been grounding. And it's quite funny, I was thinking about this today. Like, you know, if you had that threat of being grounded as a child, it was almost like, oh my God, no. The word grounded almost was like a negative word. And ironically now I'm like, I must ground myself every day. I take myself out for a walk. I take my shoes and socks off. I hide them in a little bush. Once I get down to where I want to walk to. And I start grounding. I don't always want to go for a walk. But I know that I will always, always feel better. Today when I was walking as well, the sun was out. So I plopped myself down in this little sun trap bit. And where I've been doing silent meditations now, I can hold that space for myself. So I sat and just sat in silence for, I don't know how long it was. I didn't even have my phone with me. I took a digital detox. I was like, no phone just me in nature and it was beautiful so if you're someone that needs balancing with your air element and you feel like maybe you've got too much air or not enough 
perhaps you're indecisive, perhaps you're feeling burnt out, perhaps your thoughts are erratic, perhaps you find it difficult to sleep at night, perhaps you feel on edge all the time, maybe you feel like you know you're bottled up, you're alone, perhaps you find it hard to show your emotions or your emotions are overwhelming. Time to step into balancing air and a beautiful way to do that is to harmonize with your earth element which is inside all of us connecting to nature bringing calmness and bringing rest into your body allowing yourself permission to rest even if you take five minutes and you just lay on the floor somewhere gift yourself that time Ways that I've been really working with balancing myself with earth and air is making sure that I eat nourishing meals and I take time when I'm making them. I don't have the telly on. I don't have music on. Sometimes I might put a podcast on, but I'll take time to be present when I'm creating those dishes. And step away from the caffeine I mean, I'm really fortunate. Caffeine's never really been a big thing for me. But caffeine's going to stimulate you and it's going to hypercharge you. So you're going to have like a peak and a trough and a peak and a trough. Same way junk food does it. If you find it hard at the thought of maybe cutting out caffeine, maybe you could start by just reducing your cup to maybe half a cup of coffee a day. Caffeine has a double shelf life. So even if you're having it at like eight in the morning, it will re-hit you five to seven hours later. So even if you're having a cup of coffee at like 4pm, it's going to hit you again like five to seven hours later. So you're on this constant roller coaster. What I realised I had done was I'd got really into cacao and I'd um, I'd got introduced to that as I started moving into my spirituality. And cacao is amazing for opening the heart. But I got addicted to the cacao. So I was having it in my porridge. I was having it... Um, in my drinks, I was making smoothies with it, I was going way too much with the cacao, so just be mindful if you get into, cacao's a nice way to switch from caffeine, but also be mindful, because it's still a stimulant, so utilise it perhaps in the morning to start your day. If you're getting into breath work, breath work's amazing to ground you and to connect you to the earth, because the earth element also represents your connection to your body as well as nature, But I would say if you're someone that's got too much air, look into doing things like box breathing or just connective breathing where you just become consciously aware when you're taking a breath in and taking a breath out. If you feel like you haven't got enough air or charge in your body, you can do things like fire breathing, which is when you breathe out like a (laughs) and you pump out the breath through the nose. And you could do like 30 to 50 of these it's a really good way to like charge yourself you get into the Wim Hof breathing there's loads of different types of breaths as well you will need to take a digital detox with air if you've got too much air around you so if you're always on the computer the laptop the phone it's going to stimulate you it's going to stimulate your mind I'd recommend getting blue light filter on your phone you can put the setting on there or on your laptop you can get blue light glasses. I don't know how well they work, but 
what the blue light does on your phones and your TVs and your laptops is your brain doesn't know the difference between blue daylight sky or blue like fake light that's coming through. So it tells the mind to stay active and awake. So I would recommend blue light filters. I'd recommend also getting like low lighting in your house or using candles. So when the sun sets, obviously the sky goes like more orangey, different colors and tones. And that stimulates your mind to say, okay, time to start slowing down and release our sleep hormone, which is melatonin. Whereas if you've got light bulbs above your head and say you're going food shopping at night and you've got the TV on and things like that, that light, the brain doesn't know that isn't sunlight. So again, it will keep you awake at night. So again, I would recommend looking into getting different lighting in your house or having it on at different times. Create like bedtime rituals, wind down. Like you couldn't just put a kid to bed after it's been up all day. We have to sort of soothe them and read a story and get them ready for bed. Like it's a whole process. Like it's the same for us as adults. It's no different. And we get really frustrated if we can't sleep. So what is your nighttime ritual? If you have a lot of thoughts in your head, write them down, get them off your chest. It's really powerful to journal as well. Take certain triggers away that might stimulate the air element. So it'll stimulate the thoughts. If you're someone that has the news on or you've got lots of things on and you're listening to loads of things before you're winding down, it's not gonna help you sleep. It's gonna keep the air charged in you. That's why I look back now, like when I used to get in from a long day at work and I'd shove the TV on and have Netflix on, I'd re-stimulate my mind. So no wonder why I went from not having enough air in the day to like, I was ping-ponging like a, I just, I needed to make sure I don't have the telly on at night and I don't really even put the TV on anymore. I don't feel the need to fill that space. Take space, make time. If you find it difficult to meditate, Start by doing like a bit of breath work. Focus on the breath. Counting the breath in, counting the breath out will take you out of the mind. Literally, you need to burn off nervous energy if you've got too much air. So walking, journaling, perhaps listening to some nice podcasts. Self-massage was a big thing that I started doing in lockdown. Helps me focus on what my body needs rather than listening to my mind. Get into nature, do meditations. I do meditations in the morning. Like I fell into this trap of nighttime guided meditations, and I was having so many epiphanies and realizations and going down more rabbit holes. I was like, meditation just works better for me in the morning. And that's allowed me to get into silent meditations now. But that's all been a massive, massive process. Also, as well, to like calm your energy and ground your energy, like get into the senses. So I sage my space now, or you can use incense. And also essential oils are really, really good. So you can use certain essential oils to calm yourself down. Like lavender's amazing. Or you can get fresh lavender and put it under your pillows. That will really help bring you into your body. And fresh air. So even if you're working from home, like do you have your windows open? Have you got a good ventilation going on? Circulate new air coming in, letting go of the old air. We breathe out 70% of our toxins. So if we're sitting in the same air and we're breathing it back in, like we're just passing it back round. Toxins also like include like things like heavy metals, plastics, body fat. 
So you're going to want to have those windows open or have like a ventilation going on rather than having everything locked in. And as well, like, do something new. Maybe start a beginner's course in something. If you're curious about trying something, this will really stimulate the air element in you, that playfulness and that expansiveness allowing you to grow. You can use sound as well with air, like wind chimes are really beautiful. And sound healing is amazing. If you've never had a sound healing or a sound bath, it will allow the frequency of the music to sort of stimulate throughout your whole body. So you'll feel the vibration and air is like a vibrating molecule, like I said. So if your air is in balance and you can feel that vibration going through your body, it's, it's amazing. It's very, very healing. Doing things mindfully, like just walking, no music, no sound, listening to nature. Eating your food, no music, no TV, just being present and just enjoying what's in front of you. Softening through the air element as well, like make no plans. Allow yourself to just go with the flow and see what unfolds for your day and don't put any pressure on yourself. Being around water is really good to harmonise with your air element. It's really gentle, air and water go beautifully together as well really nurturing and if you're someone that like I said I was really anxious about connecting with people again because I hadn't socialized for a long time like find your tribe try and maybe journal more and if you are someone that finds it difficult to court to communicate and when you haven't got enough air element in you, it's a little bit weak. You'll find it hard to speak in public or talk out. You know, start by journaling and expressing that way. And it will give you the confidence to start having confidence in what you have to say. People might start with like poetry and stuff as well and things like that. And then maybe start practicing like sharing it to someone that, that knows you and say, look, I want to share this with you. Start having your voice heard. If you're someone that overshares or overtalks, same thing, like put it down on paper, get it out that way. Create a podcast. I like to talk. It's a great way for me to get my air element out and and share it. Being with you. And one way that I'm with myself a lot is I've connected to yin yoga. It was really slow and I found it really boring at first. And slowly I just connected to the breath and the poses. And I had all these magical releases because where I'd been too airy, I'd been emotionless for years. I didn't really cry properly for like five years. And then when I started doing yin yoga and stuff like that, like my emotional channels opened. And it's just been amazing to get rid of all that old dead weight that I was carrying. You're carrying old heavy weight, like I said, it can make you feel heavy and sluggish. And it started to lighten that load. I did go into that opposite end where I couldn't stop crying for a while, but I'd open those floodgates. So have a good skill set around you. What are your tools to help you come back to you so you don't overwhelm yourself? And like I said, the air element is connected to the heart chakra. And when our heart chakra is in balance and our air is in balance, we'll feel very loving, we'll feel very free, we'll feel very open. 
we'll feel positive, we'll feel intelligent, we'll, we'll be mobile, our circulation is good, we just, we've just got a light energy about us and we're very playful and like I said, we love being in communities and just collaborating, bringing people together. Looking into the heart chakra as well that's linked to the air, like you'll know when your heart's in balance, you'll just be living from that space in your heart rather than your space in your mind. I will be doing um, a podcast as well on working with the heart chakra. So I hope some of this sort of resonated with you. And another thing that I did do to connect, which helped me come into balance with my air and earth was, um, I spoke about this in previous podcasts, I was microdosing. Um, and microdosing is working with like plant medicine to sort of connect to channels that have maybe been closed off for years like I said I didn't cry properly for a really long time I just bottled everything up all the pharmaceuticals probably just weighed me down and just I just didn't know how to express myself so be gentle with yourself and if it's something you want to explore you can always reach out to me and I can guide you with like where to start but the first thing when it comes to working with the element of air is start with the breath start to Tune into you and notice maybe how frequently you're breathing or lack of, perhaps. And see where you can maybe slow down or perhaps you do need a little speed up. If you've got stagnant and stuck, maybe you do need a reboot of fresh air. So I hope this podcast sort of enlightened you to the elements of air. And air elements as well, like I said, Libra, Gemini and Aquarius and don't get too fixated on which star sign you are. Each one of those signs, though, do have different um, different parts about them. Like Libra is all about balance, like very much about balance, and take that into consideration. So, if you're curious, like look up what each star sign is in the air element and see what their qualities are, and maybe what they might see as their struggles. And some of it will resonate with you. So, perhaps just because you are a star sign, and say you was born a fire sign you might resonate more with an air sign at the moment. Nature versus nurture, your environment will affect you. So be curious, be open, and maybe have a bit of reflection and see where that gets you to. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will be doing um, some more episodes on the different elements if you're interested. And have an amazing day or evening, and I will chat to you super soon. Big love.